of the week again this is the weekly premiere of the ryan show fm right here on coffee gold radio live buckle up and get ready for two hours of non-stop entertainment starring myself your host ryan vernell leader of the legendary lost boys mc mr cheeks and a man who could very well be the most lit in new york city socialite hamptons dave let's get this thing crack a lacking baby a bing
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are indeed back again for another edition of The Ryan Show FM. This is your host, Ryan Vernell, and as always, it is my absolute privilege to take you on this two-hour adventure through these radio waves. And before we get started, I need to let you guys know that to see me in person, you're going to have to meet me at Hall of Fame Studios in Queens, January 22nd. It goes down. Vado, YRS, Boogs, and a handful of others are going to be there with me. We're throwing the party of the year early. It's going to take a lot to beat this one. A whole bunch of friends and fans of the show, including some of our favorite MCs like Flush and Capone. You know, some of the legends that we have around here on this program. Now, without further ado, it's time to get this show on the road. We've got Hugh Jackson. You've heard Coach Jackson here before, except now he's head coach at Grambling State University, making waves in the HBCU community. We've got the son of Cool DJ Red Alert, Cool G Mims coming, which I would normally wouldn't even mention. He's his own dude, but he went on Drink Champs with his father this weekend. We, we really got into what it was like growing up there and around such a legend, and being able to not crack under that pressure. So much good stuff. Also, we do have Spig Nice. We had him on our YouTube channel earlier this week, but it was so great. We decided to take the audio and play it right here on these radio waves. And like always, you may notice that some of these interviews are cut a little bit short. Well, we do that on purpose so that you go to our YouTube channel, The Ryan Show, and subscribe. We even give you a chance to join us for the live broadcast so you can ask questions and hang with us. That's only $3 a month on Patreon, and we're going live nearly every day for 2022 between this radio program and what's going on where I co-host on Fox Sports 1280 with Nate Brown Jr., so without further ado, it's time we get this show on the road, baby. This is The Ryan Show FM, and we will return. Let's go. Just do what I say 
And we are back. This is indeed another broadcast of The Ryan Show FM. And we are sitting down with a longtime friend of the show. He is indeed the 14th head coach in the history of Grambling State University. Give it up for our dear friend, Hugh Jackson, here on The Ryan Show FM. Back again. Congratulations there, coach. I'm very excited to see you back. 
holding the reins as he should be. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's uh was a long time coming, but boy, I never thought it'd be in such a storied program. Uh, the history that is there um, that was created by a lot of people before me. I'm just excited to have an opportunity to be a part of it. Now, we'd seen you coach college before. You went to the NFL, back to college. Did you ever see yourself in this position where you're head coach at an HBCU? Because it's a lot different than, than a regular D1 school in terms of the tools that you're given, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you said that I see myself being there. I probably didn't at first until I coached at Tennessee State. Uh, that gave me a thirst for it, being there with Eddie George, uh, just watching the process there, understanding the HBCU culture and exactly uh, the challenges that are there. And then having a chance to be one of the leaders that one, in my opinion, one of the best HBCU programs in the history of HBCUs, being the Grambling State, Eddie Robinson, four Hall of Famers, unbelievable legends that have been there. Uh, I said to myself, why not? Why would you not take on this challenge? And so it's been a, it's been exciting and full speed ever since. And we see it's already working. You guys just landed three-star running back Chance Williams. So, I mean, that's big right there. Oh, absolutely. Chance Williams, we call him Lambo. We call him Lamborghini. Lamborghini Williams because he can really fly. He's a tremendous talent. And again, he's he's homegrown. So we're excited about that. But we're also excited about what he brings to our program as a student athlete. Now, for these athletes that could go to some of these bigger D1 schools, they now can go to a place like Grambling State University and expect to get some firsthand knowledge on what it's like to be in the NFL. After all, you were an NFL head coach for all those years. What are some of the other perks now that come with going to Grambling State University now that you're the head coach over there? I think the, the playing field is starting to change. You know, I think with the NILs that are out there, the name, image, and likeness for these players, now it's about going somewhere where you can play where you have the best chance to continue to grow as a student, but also as a football player. And many guys have aspirations of trying to play in the National Football League. So I think hopefully people look at me and say, wow, this guy knows what it takes. He's been there a couple of times, coaching the league a long time, which I think I do. So I can give these guys the best advice, give them the best coaching, give them the best mentoring that they need as they start to matriculate uh, forward in their careers. And how hands-on are you with the recruitment? Or are you oh, going very, to be, I should say? Uh, well, very yeah. hands-on. So there's not a player that we don't commit or that we bring into uh, Grambling State University that I don't approve. That's the good part. You know, it's different in the National Football League. You have a general manager who makes all those decisions. So now I get to kind of shop for the groceries, cook them, mix them all up however I want, and make decisions about what we do or what we don't do. And that is always not just you, but it seems that a lot of coaches find themselves in that situation, having to deal with these owners and having to deal with these crazy GMs. So being in a position where you do have control, it must be great. So now, now looking for these new players, what is, what's the difference between looking for NFL talent and talent at a high school, especially with an HBCU? What exactly is it that you're looking for in a player? Well, we're looking for the same things that all the great power fives are looking for, the best players we can put on our football team. The difference in college football, as you know, you grow these players into great young men, great prospects for the National Football League. So we, we look for a skill set. I still believe that talent don't fit everywhere. Uh, we're looking for a very specific profile at every position that we can bring into our 
uh, football uh, organization and then take that guy and mold him into what we think he can be uh, as a student and as a football player. And you mentioned molding kids. Kids these days are just a little bit different. I see it firsthand. I'm out here working with some college interns now. I was in college, what, 10, 12 years ago. It seems that the thing to do now is start a TikTok, start dancing. I mean, how, how different is it now working with kids then as opposed to back in the, in the late 90s? Oh, it's, it's much different. The kids nowadays ask you why. In the late 90s, they just kind of followed the direction that you gave them. And so uh -huh. now everybody wants to know why. And I get that, you know, because things have changed. So we'll just do everything we can to make sure they get the why and understand exactly why we're doing what we're trying to do, but also try to move them forward as fast as we can. I don't want to say they're softer these days. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that they were just better at following orders and following directions or anything like that. But now they have the, the Internet. I like to call this, Hugh, the age of misinformation. I know that some say this is the age of uh, information, but sometimes I think, wow, this is really the age of misinformation. Sometimes you got to just do what your damn elders tell you. Yes, you do. I mean, it is. I mean, because it's just, I mean, Ryan, as you know, there's so much stuff flying all around the internet now, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, there's some things that have fact, some things are really fiction, and you got to really try to sort out what is really important. And I think it's really tough for young men and women because you don't know what to believe half the time, you know? Yeah. We're dealing with this, this virus that's out there, and some people say, make sure you vaccine and boost it, and you can't get it, but you do get it. You know, so there's so many things. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. It's out there. You got to make sure you know what is good and what is bad. And somewhere in between, that's where the truth is. That's pretty much what it is. Somewhere in between is where the truth is. And even saying something like that feels almost controversial these days. Even saying <laughs> that we just don't know just seems almost offensive. It's crazy. <laughs> Man, so... Being back in college, do you find yourself having to, like, change your lifestyle up a bit? Being around kids, do you have to, like, do anything new? Have you made the TikTok yet? What do we got going on that we wouldn't expect of Hugh Jackson? Nah, Hugh won't be making any TikToks. I'm not about to rock out a TikTok. But I know one thing. After a win, whatever, we're going to celebrate because I think you do celebrate those things. The yeah. thing that is so different about college football is the pageantry of the game, you know, the bands and the players and the fans. And the best. The bands are the best part. They I mean, are. Come on. So good. They are. And it's a little bit more hands-on than the National Football League. Uh, so that part I will really enjoy. But there's some side of it, too, that we have to be very careful uh, because, again, everybody wants access to the players, access to the coaches. Mm. And we just have to make sure we keep everybody as safe as possible. I'm excited to see the, the Grambling Band. Because I've seen some of the videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the band is sensational. They, they rock out now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, they definitely do. So we know the challenges of getting players to go to HBCUs because, you know, people say, oh, well, the equipment's not the same. The campus isn't the same. But I just think, you know, at a principle, now that colleges, like you mentioned earlier, these students are able to make some money. I feel like colleges got away with just, so much bad stuff over the past years and able to just profit here off of these players. So why not go to a place where you can learn and they respect you? I just feel like HBCUs, it's a, it's a great movement that's happening right now that it's becoming more normalized for students to go there. I know recently I saw some kid that was one of the top rated at like, I don't know, he won some type of an award. One of the smartest kids in the country is going there. So it's just great to see HBCUs getting locked and loaded with some great talent, not just sports wise, but all around the board. So, I mean, oh, 
you're you're one of these figureheads that's really normalizing all this. So it's it's really great what you're doing. I just want to take my hat, tip it to you. I'd remove it, but people would see I'm a hat fish you. So I got to keep it on right here. <laughs> right. There's no question. It, it's it's really interesting because the National Football League was really built off of HBCU talent. You know, and people forget that. And then in came, you know, the Power Five schools or just just the big schools in general, you know, the major conferences that all of a sudden kind of pushed the HBCUs down. Uh, people thought that there wasn't very good football being played there, and there was. People thought there wasn't very good coaching there, and there was. People thought that those players didn't have a chance to go play in the National Football League at a high level, and they do. And that's why they're now having a combine to give these players access and give the scouts access to them. I think it's getting better. And, I, again, I commend Deion Sanders for what he did, him being in the league and him bringing – more eyes to Jackson State, to the HBCUs, really opened the door. Eddie George last year, myself this year. But but I would be remiss if I didn't mention Willie Simmons and all the other great coaches that are in this conference as well that have done a great job because they have. So we just need to open our minds a little bit more and remember where football started was in the HBCUs, and there's nothing wrong with the HBCUs. That's right. I hope everybody's listening right now. Listen close. It's a fact. Google it. The man speaking other but the truth. So how did Eddie George convince you to come back to coaching? Was it something that he said? What was there? Like, did he bribe you somehow? What's the story behind that? <laughs> no, it was Eddie George. I mean, when you think of Eddie George, a tremendous football player, um, a tremendous person, obviously it was Tennessee State. I mean, it's Nashville. How do you turn that down? Uh, getting a chance to get back and coach and coach some young men and give them the knowledge that you have. I mean, we went on a four-game win streak there. Uh, the program, I think, has really turned the corner. They're heading in the right direction. So I think that was a job well done first year, and I think they got a, a great future ahead of themselves. Uh, I want to have even a bigger impact here as the leader of this this football team. I think we have some tremendous talent. We just got to make sure that we uh, create the right environment for it to, to be special, whether it's in the classroom or on the football field. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you got going on this year. I know you're in a rush. You got too much going on here for us to hold you much longer, Coach. But I do want to ask one thing. It's finally time for some NFL playoffs. And when I think Hugh Jackson, I can't help but think Cincinnati Bengals, what you do with that offense. And that offense is looking insane over there going into the playoffs. What are your thoughts overall on the Cincinnati Bengals and the development of their offense this year? And how far do you think they're going to go in the playoffs? Well, I think Zach Taylor's done a great job, him and his staff. I think Joe, Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in, in all of pro football. I've said that before. And obviously he's surrounded by a cast that I think is second to none. Uh, obviously, Jamar Chase has had a sensational year. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. That's just the name of you. You know, so they're very, very talented, well put together. Um, obviously, they got a chance to play at home. You know, they're going to play the Raiders. So uh, that's going to be a really good football game. They beat the Raiders. Uh, in Las Vegas, so it's going to be a game that all of a sudden, obviously the Raiders are going to be fired up to play, to go to Cincinnati and play. But it's a game I think they can win at home because I think they're just that talented. They have a chance to to really turn that organization around because it hasn't won a playoff game in forever. So, forever. hey, ho I hope they get it done. So it's going to be a great game, but I anticipate Cincinnati winning that game. I hope so, too. It just seems that these Raiders are powered by some type of external force fueled by <laughs> the BS they've been put through this year. It's just crazy to think that they made it this far. Really hats off to Derek Carr for that. That's or whoever oh, else is behind it. A special force. The special force is Derek Carr. I mean, obviously he's having a great year. 
Uh, and it does. It says a lot about the, about him as a leader. To lose yeah. your head coach and one of the great coaches in football and for them to hold it together and, and go make the playoffs, it says a lot about, you know, their grit, their toughness, and truly what they believe in. So they've done a tremendous job. Well, Coach, I'm so looking forward to rooting you on all year. I got a Grambling hat in the mail. It's on the way. I'm going to be rocking some official merch. Very yes, excited yeah. to be seeing what you got going on. Hugh Jackson in studio. This is indeed the Ryan Show FM. We're going to be back very soon with that with Cool G Mims. But until then, follow Hugh on Instagram at Hugh Jackson 5. It's finally verified. I don't know what the hell took Instagram so long. <laughs> Hugh, appreciate you, man. Anything that you'd like to leave these fine listeners off with? No, Ryan, as always, man, I just thank you. you you're always great. You bring so much energy uh, to the show. I appreciate everything you do. Obviously, I know you'll be rooting for the Grambling State Tigers this year, and that means more to me than anything. Thank you. Oh, you already know, brother, man. Always good to see you, Hugh. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will return. Yeah. 
from a hoe without chances, it's limited none. I was trying to get it right out of the slums. Couple of warrants had me on the run. Copped out the floor with a nigga right back. Cause I had to make it back home to my son. I'm chasing a dream, my team. So I gotta grind till sun get done. They doubted me, said that I wouldn't blow. Them niggas was hating on me. Now I pull up like Curry from three. That four in the came with no keys. I'm swerving in traffic, I weave. My jewelry is bought, it's not leased. Please don't compare them to me. These niggas is frozen, they weak. I gotta get it, so I gotta grind. One step at a time, I got a nine, he step at a line Is you out of your mind? I'm paying sack, cause my pockets swole I'm in the kitchen like pop stoves I'm feds watching, I gotta go I'm pulling off like dominoes I'm just trying to ball, nigga, win and lose It's funny how the tables turn when you got the juice Got my whole gang with me, what you trying to do? We on a different type of time, nigga, how about you? Tell me how you want it, nigga, pick and choose, pick and choose. You could get the money, you could pick the juice, pick the juice. I'm just tryna ball, nigga, win or lose, win or lose I'ma risk it all, nigga, win or lose, win or lose Nigga, win or lose I'm just tryna ball, nigga, win or lose, win or lose Nigga, win or lose I'ma risk it all, nigga, win or lose You might catch me on the corner by the mailbox But I ain't get my name out here trying to sell blocks and still do it for my niggas in them cell blocks that got caught with the hammer when they was trying to nail ops but still got the rep like a hustler nigga call for a verse that's a customer got me flexing all year round like a nigga got his muscle up i'm a big dog let the sig go off i don't never ever muscle up niggas winning when they pieces hitting but when it stop they be puzzled up getting money in the dice box jump man with a mic drop face froze that's the ice white Toe tag me the price drop i was out here when these niggas but now I'm broke cause a nigga buzzin' Your woman crush who I'm really fuckin' Couldn't wait cause I came from nothing. When you comin' from the bottom, they don't fuck with you All a nigga knew is grind, I ain't never snooze I just want the house with a big ass pool I'ma risk it all, nigga, win or lose Tell me how you want it, nigga, pick and choose You could get the money, you could pick the juice I'm just tryna ball, nigga, win or lose
shooting percentage is way above average. Killer instinct, man, I feel I done master it. Ain't nothing safe, but it's stay in the church. Running the street with the gang like a purge. They running and drumming on niggas as soon as they hear a nigga like me just say the word. Nowadays, niggas be dibbing and dabbing. I'm from where niggas be shooting and stabbing. Lacking in traffic, you leaving the plastic. Come to that work, make it flip like gymnastic. Pastor keep giving out Bibles to have it. But that shit ain't gonna stop a rifle from blasting. I'd rather keep me a beam automatic. All of these guns, man, I feel like an addict. These niggas ain't ready to ride. That's why they get parked a lot. All of my dogs with the shit, and y'all niggas bark a lot. Ain't that much light over here when it hit after dark. Nah. Only light over here in the night is when that chrome spark.
bitch, you a push, nigga. So you should get pushed, nigga. Better clean your act, bitch. I got a brand new piece, and my piece bring peace of an accent. Uh. Let it rain like a dry out. Get popped, cause you really need time out. I'm a G, do you really wanna find out? Headshots, we gon' blow your own mind out. I got a thing for work. 38, and she love the squirt. She don't dance, but she love the jerk. Get dropped, be a one with her. I'm a G, nigga. Had to hear about me, nigga. I'm a fuel to the flame, I don't play no games, I eat, nigga. Yeah. I'm a full blown nutcase. G shit get left with a cut face. 80 side we roll, hit no brace. Motherfucker, this a goddamn cold case. I'm a G, nigga. You can tell by the way you roll. That's right. I'm a G, nigga. Act up in your ass, bro. That's right. I'm a G, nigga. Don't creep cause he got the tools. Get fixed. I'm a G, nigga. No class, but he down the school. That's right. I'm a G, nigga. Hell yeah, you a G, nigga. I'm a G, nigga. You can tell by the way you roll. That's right. I'm a G, nigga. Act up, then you gotta go. That's right. I'm a G, nigga. 